Hi everyone, this is Original Fairy Tales in which I dive deep into times past and together with my worldwide army of gnomes try to dig up where the stories we all know and love came from. My name is Martin and if you have a particular fairy tale you'd like to know more about then why not email us at ebookstripe at gmail.com or use Twitter at ebookstripe. Also, if you have a product, business or website that can benefit from exposure, then why not consider putting up an ad on the podcast? At a fraction of the cost of normal advertising, you will get a long-lasting reach out to the audience every time someone listens to an episode. For more information on this, feel free to email us at ebookstripe at gmail. For this episode I have a confession to make, which is that until recently I had never heard this story. I came across it about five years ago, when this podcast was just in its infancy, and this story came to me not from my worldwide network of gnomes who helped me get to the truth as much as possible, whenever possible, but from within my own home, from my wife as it's one of her favorites. It is a horror campfire story called Bluebeard's Wife and the story is pretty dark so... Danger Will Robinson! Danger! And research for this was tricky as the name Bluebeard is generally used as the name for a generic pirate in many fairy tales and children's stories. Plus that Bluebeard is often confused with Blackbeard the pirate due to similarities in the names. But the more I researched for general specifics of this story, which is how I do part of my research, the more I found the same story told in various ways simply because the difference of storytellers telling it. But the premise, the outcome, it was all the same, though there is a vague Christian tinted one in which the wife gets a chance to pray before dying and her brother comes to kill Bluebeard. But for me this doesn't sound real, it's more like someone reshaped the horror of the story to have a happy Disney ending, destroying the old morale it the original story has about curbing personal curiosity. Plus the story seems to have no origin. This is one of those stories that just seem to have come alive and exist without being born or written down somewhere, though some historians claim that the tale was based on a murderer named Gillis de Rey, who lived in the 1400s, who was a wealthy national hero who amused himself by decapitated young children and was hanged and burnt simultaneously on October 26, 1440. But personally, I never quite got the feeling that this fit. So, without further ado, here is Bluebeard's wife. Bluebeard was a pirate, and when he set foot ashore one evening, his eye fell upon a pretty young maiden in a simple dress, washing clothes. Now, most pirates would have just had their way with a young woman like that, but Bluebeard was a man of sophistication. And not having a wife, he wooed the woman as he returned time and time again to the little town to give her presents from his conquests. Now, 
Bluebeard was much older than her and in his open honesty he told her he had been married before, actually 17 times before. But as being the wife of a man who spends most of his time at sea, it was a hard life only a few could really stand. But what woman could resist such gentle touch, such kind words and such gifts? So after three years they married and Bluebeard took her to his mansion which was a huge beautiful palace overlooking a bay and when he set the sea again she got the ring of keys to each and every room of the mansion. For a long time she enjoyed herself with exploring this huge house and slowly befriended the servants who were very cautious and careful when meeting her but as she was just as lowborn as them, in the end they accepted her and befriended her. Her life suddenly changed though when one day she found a door behind a tapestry and none of her keys would fit. Being curious, she asked the servants if they had a key, but all she got in answer were shocked glances and whispers that no one was ever allowed in there and that whoever did enter never returned and as the servants liked her they they begged her to forget about ever having found that door and and she should never really try to open it still curious the wife left the door alone for a while and started rearranging furniture to suit her needs and so that on his return her husband would be amazed at how beautiful the house was. And she was quite happy doing this until one day she moved a writing desk in her husband's office and an old key fell to the floor from a hiding place in the desk. She knew instantly that this had to be the key to the door and that night when the house was silent she took the key and quietly crept to the tapestry, trying not to wake anyone, stuck the key in the door and with a dry click it opened. Taking a candle she crept down the stairs behind the door into a hidden basement and though the smell that here was terrible she kept going down and down and down until she reached the end of the stairs. The room beyond was dark and as she stepped in she heard the door at the top of the stairs slam shut. It startled her and being scared she ran up the stairs again only to find that this side of the door had no knob and no keyhole. Going down again into the room she found many chests containing the most valued of Bluebeard's riches and next to them she found the bodies of 17 dead women, the former wives of Bluebeard and she knew that when she would be dead he would come down, take the key from her cold decaying hand, put it back in the desk and marry someone else. 
So, yeah, the story itself has its inconsistencies, like a pirate owning a mansion, but for the sake of the story, I tend to overlook that. I just love the gritty darkness of this story, the mystery and the horror and the morale you don't get to hear so often, which is not to stick your nose where it doesn't belong. And it also tells that every relationship will have its secrets and to respect the boundaries of others. But what it doesn't tell is why Bluebeard took such effort to set all of this up. Why he wooed women for years to marry them and bring them to this place where he would have a deadly trap set up to kill them. Yeah, there are plenty of stories of pirates hiding small treasure troves in various spots for rainy days, much like squirrels collect and hide their nuts for winter, but to hide this much riches in his own house with such a death trap, it's strange to say the least. <laughs> but still, it makes for a great story to tell around a campfire, which recently I did. Did you read a different message? Do you have an old version that goes differently? Then please let me know. Email me at ebookstripe at gmail.com because I'd love to hear it. Join me next time when I will go deep into an old-time classic from one of my favorite storytellers of all time.